0: What can you learn from Mr. Krabs about running a restaurant? Of course, Mr. Krabs is a fictional character running a fictional restaurant, but there are lessons to be learned, or is it really just mindless kids' entertainment? Let's figure that out today. Anyone with a kid or that was a child even at the turn of the century knows the answer to who lives in a pineapple under the sea. And, of course, that is SpongeBob SquarePants. Now, SpongeBob is the near-perfect employee of the Krusty Krab restaurant, and his boss is the forever penny-pinching owner Eugene Krabs. Mr. Krabs, Spongebob, and other fictional characters often have very exaggerated traits, which are played then for comedy effect. Spongebob is always super upbeat. He's happy, he's hardworking, he loves following rules to the letter, and as an employee, he cares about the guests, he understands food quality, and he understands speed of service. And, of course, all those traits are very exaggerated, again, to get comedic effect. Mr. Krabs, on the other hand, has the exaggerated traits traits of being a little bit salty with his staff. He is a very cost-conscious, penny-pinching businessman. He loves to make a dollar, and he's also very willing to take risks if he thinks that's going to bring him another dollar. Many episode plots are restaurant-based, with some of the -the over-the-top plot points being something about the food, something about marketing, something about protecting that secret recipe for his popular Krabby Patty food product. So what can you learn from Mr. Krabs? Well, he is customer-centric. He understands that saying no to a guest is also saying no to his own bank account. In one episode, a guest calls right at closing, and a guest wants a pizza. And to the dismay of the cashier Squidward, Mr. Krabs accepts the phone call, accepts the order, and figures out a way to sell a pizza. Pizza is not his primary product. So what he does is he turns his existing inventory and his existing products into something that's pizza-like. This is a little bit magical, turning the Krabby Patty into a pizza, and of course that's for laughs and astonishment. But there's a whole bunch of lessons to be learned there. Many food truck owners, many restaurant owners look at closing time as a permission to ignore or to even be rude with their guests. They'll look at the clock and they'll ignore incoming phone calls, or worse, they'll answer the phone call with a hateful tone, we're closed. Others will turn off online ordering a little bit early because they don't want that last minute order coming in because, you know, they're lazy, essentially. But they'll blame it on, I'm tired, I've worked all day, I don't want any more orders. They may even start turning off equipment anticipating that end of work whistle and there's another cartoon reference if you're older like i am the end of the workday whistle is from the flintstones that's how every episode of the Flintstones started with fred getting off work right when the whistle blew mr krabs however took that particular order i was talking about and you should too even someone at closing or even a couple minutes beyond closing if your equipment's still on and you still got food take the order they could become your most loyal guest I have many food truckers that tell me that they were slow and they took one last order that came a few minutes after they closed and it turned out to be a huge order. And they were thrilled they got the income. But there's too many people that take pride in selling out. Too many people take pride in, oh, I said I'd only be here till 5, it's 4.30, yeah, what the heck, I'm leaving early. So in this episode, Mr. Crab turned the ingredients into a pizza, which, of course, again, is not on his menu. Pizza is one of those products that lends itself very well to innovation and culinary twists. Krabby Patty is really similar to a hamburger. Now, I want you to think, how many pizza places do you know that sells a hamburger pizza or a taco pizza? At some point, neither one of those products were on any restaurant's menu anywhere in the world, but today they are because someone took a little bit of time to figure out, ooh, this will turn into a pizza and taste just like a hamburger, but it's still a pizza. Mr. Krabs listened to that late-night call-in guest and created a twist on his product that he found out other people wanted too. That innovation led to a product, and again, it led to more sales, not just that one late-night order. The moral of this episode is you want to create your own yes policy. Instead of saying no with some flimsy excuse... Oh, I ran out. You want to find a way to make it happen. Cash flow works with yes. No, on the other hand, is a damn for your cash flow. The other moral of the story is listen to your guests. They will always let you know what they would like to see on the menu. Innovation fights menu fatigue. What can you create right now with your menu, with your current list of ingredients, There will be something a little bit different, a little unexpected culinary twist that gets people coming back a little bit more frequently. One of the ongoing plot lines is protecting the secret recipe for the Krabby Patties. And while all of those episodes are exaggerated and played for laughs, the existence of secret recipes is very well documented. Kentucky Fried Chicken, secret recipe for the leaven herbs and spices. Coca-Cola, secret recipe for the mix for the classic Coke. They're both very well-protected and documented secret recipes. A lot of other businesses have secret recipes as well. So it goes beyond the comedy of protecting that secret at all costs. It speaks to finding your niche for your menu. The perfect location, the service style. They don't necessarily have to be secrets, but they have to be unique to your business. Since the Krusty Krab is the only place for the residents of Bikini Bottom to get a Krabby Patty, that product has become desirable, and so is the secret. Because of that desirability, Mr. Krabs has a successful restaurant. Food has to be flavorful. It has to be unique. It has to be something they can only get from you. Otherwise, they will go to the most convenient place to eat. The moral of all of those plot lines involving the secret recipe is to find your niche product. Work to be the best or most unique provider of that product. Now remember, McDonald's and Burger King, Wendy's and Whataburger, they can all be on the exact same intersection, just on different corners. And they can all do very well. So you can be that 20th taco truck or you can be that 30th barbecue truck in your town. How you become the taco truck is through flavor through service and it's through constant marketing if you don't have flavor people are not going to come back if you don't have good service they're not going to come back and if you don't remind people that you exist they're going to forget about you and not come back Another plot line in SpongeBob SquarePants involves the gloomy, the forever gloomy, cashier Squidward Tentacles. He's often portrayed as rude, he's very short with guests, he hates his job, and in spite of his very grumpy demeanor, he is the face of the business and that is what the cashier is. They are the face. They are the personality. They are the first impression of your business, and still the Krusty Krab is successful. So why is that? It goes back to why do people eat out? They eat out for the food. Bad service will be forgiven until the guest's patience is exhausted. However, bad food will not be forgiven. Mr. Krabs was smart enough to find an employee that delivered high-quality food, takes pride in his job, and most importantly, can handle the workload. Spongebob cares about the food that's coming out of the kitchen. He wants it to be quick. He wants it to get into the hungry guest's bellies as fast as possible. And while we all can't grow extra arms like Spongebob does when he gets behind on his food orders to get them out, we can work to be faster. We can teach our staff how to handle the rush more efficiently so that people will want to come back. The Krusty Krab typically is open from 8 to 6, Monday through Saturday, except on Tuesdays, and for comedic effect, they're open until 8 p.m. On Sundays, the Krusty Krab is closed, just like a whole bunch of food truckers are closed, either on Sunday or Monday. The restaurant was once open for 24 hours, and it was open for 24 hours a day for at least 43 days in a row. It was the result of a competitor restaurant, Plankton's, right across the street. He decided he was going to be open 23 hours a day. Mr. Krabs wanted to be the best restaurant, so he thought one more hour open would work. It's assumed that the Krusty Krab returned to its normal operating hour since in later episodes it shows the employees closing at 12 a.m. And although the Krusty Krab was open for some night shifts at some point, and the reason they were opening some night shifts at some point was because why? A customer asked Mr. Krabs, he said, I would pay good money to have a Krabby Patty at night. So Mr. Krabs reacted to that guest input and it decided to be open later at night. Here again, Mr. Krabs is listening to his guests. He's looking for a way to make more money based on what his guests are telling him. Hey, Mr. Krabs, this is what I want. There's lessons in most cartoons. There's lessons in most TV shows. There's lessons in most movies. But you also got to remember they're fiction. They are well-exaggerated often to drive home a point or just to be funny. There's nothing wrong with learning from a cartoon. Good advice is still good advice. It doesn't matter whether Fred Flintstone is saying it or Mr. Krabs is saying it. It's still good advice. The key is knowing what of that cartoony character translates into the real world.